The following podcast is a Dear Media production. What's up, everyone? I'm Sheena Shea. You may know me from nine seasons of Bravo's Vanderpump Rules, but I'm here to tell you about my podcast called Shenanigans. We talk about everything from reality TV, pop culture, relationships, parenting, and invite you to join the conversations with Q&A sessions where nothing is off the table. There's so much more I want to share with you. Thanks for listening and make sure to subscribe to Shenanigans to stay up to date with new episodes every Friday. Hi, it's Mariana and welcome back to the Life with Mariana podcast. In this week's episode, I have Stephanie Suganami Shepard. You guys might know her as Steph Shep. This is such an amazing episode. You guys definitely want to listen to this one because we talk all about her career, how she started from Ohio, became an assistant, and really grew her career into what she's doing today. She is so thoughtful about her brand partnerships and the partnerships that she brings on. And even though I've known Stephanie for so long, I learned so much from her in this episode. I think you'll be inspired by her organizing tips, how she packs for trips, shopping, her skincare, and so much more. And if you want to subscribe to the Life with Mariana podcast, be sure to subscribe and follow on Spotify because I've got new episodes every Tuesday. Now let's hear from Steph. Well, I've known you for a very long time. I was thinking about it earlier today and I was like, I feel like I've known you for like 15 years. Yeah. Because I've lived in LA now for 14. That's we cool. moved to LA within two days of each other. Yeah. So <laughs> remember Michael Jackson had just died? Yes. I moved here the day he passed away. I know. And I moved two days after. Crazy. Because I remember Susie was like, Mariana just moved <laughs> to LA and I was like, here I come, like I'm falling right behind her. <gasps> All these Midwest girls here. That's and I crazy. feel like now even being here, I kind of still gravitate towards people from the Midwest. Like even if I don't yeah. know until much later, they're like, oh, I'm from Michigan, Ohio, Indiana. Yeah. Something. And I just, there's something about Midwest people. Yeah. The crazy thing though is I think, and I don't know if you get this because I, I would assume that you get this, but no one would guess that we were from Ohio. They're like, what are you especially talking about? looking how we look. They're like, what? I think there's a, like, especially because like in TV shows and movies, it's always like Ohio is the yeah. state that they say for some reason. Yeah. And so I think people don't associate us half yeah. Asian girls from Ohio. Yeah. And it's crazy that we both are half Asian and both from Ohio and went to the same college. Yes. Like, no, that had to, yeah, that w must have been, we met in 2008 or nine. I feel like we're getting older. <laughs> I was thinking about the other like day. Yes, because I was at an event and a girl came up to me. She's like, oh my gosh, I've been watching you on YouTube since I was 10. And I was like, oh, wow. Like, oh, it's so crazy now this next generation of creators yeah. really grew up watching us. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is pretty crazy to think because I still feel pretty young. Oh no, I'm a full teenager. Yeah, like I don't feel like, oh, in a few years I'm going to be 40. No chance. No. <laughs> also, I like feel like, I don't know. I mean, I watched you like with, when you were doing the, like red carpet correspondence and stuff like like it's it really crazy that we I've literally known you since we both moved here from the very beginning of whatever we were trying to create and like this life for ourselves and the different evolutions of our lives like yeah kind of like going parallel and then like crossing again is just really crazy so what did you want to be when you grew up I mean when I was a kid I wanted to be a cashier that was what I was really really dead set on being I wanted long nails and I wanted to clink, clink, clink on the, the cashier. I was like, my mom was like, whatever, like, I don't know. You don't want to be like an astronaut or like, <laughs> and I was like, no, cashier, let's go. I was really dead set on that. I was really trying to get good at math so I could give change. It was a weird obsession for a okay. really long time. But once I grew out of that, I really wanted to be a dancer. I wanted to be a performer. I'd always been a dancer. I'd been in dance since I was three years old from the first class that you can take. And yeah, I wanted, I always wanted to 
to perform. That's just kind of what I wanted to do. And is dance what brought you out to Los Angeles? Dance is what brought me out to Los Angeles. I dance for the Cavs. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> I keep saying it, but it's like fine. It's like chapter of my life. And then I was like, okay, like I, I'm a professional dancer now. I'm going to move to LA. I want to be a pussycat doll. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to do it like that. I, I was, that's what I wanted to do. Wanted to be on tour with Britney Spears, you know, and just, and just dance. And, and I knew that LA was the place for that. So I'd always wanted to live here ever since I was, you know, a kid. And then when you came here, how does one pursue dance as a career? coming from Ohio because there's so many people who are either trying to move from a small town to a big city and it's great to have these big dreams and aspirations but like how do you actually make it possible yeah I I guess I just started taking classes you know figuring out the studios local studios I remember watching classes from edge or millennium on YouTube and I was like okay I'm gonna go like I knew where I needed to go and just serendipitously I my first job in LA was at the gold's gym in Hollywood on Cole and MSA, the dance agency was across the street. And I didn't know that it just really was serendipitous in that way. And so all the agents would work out at the gym before they went into the office. And so I kind of like just got connected with people and a lot of dancers because it was right next to Edge, the dance studio. So it was just a hub for dancers. And I just kind of fell into the community and met people and you just got a network, you know, like, and then one dancer goes, oh, this is my agent. I'll hook you up. Let me get you a meeting. And then you know, I got my first dance dance agent, Jen Proctor at MSA. I'm still represented no. for, for dance, by the way. Are you? <laughs> yes. I mean, they don't like submit me for anything, but if I wanted to, like I still have a dance agent. She's still my dance agent. She's thus moved on and they've started their own agency called Independent Artists. And that's where I'm represented. If anyone wants to book me for dance. <laughs> and yeah, I just, I kind of, she just started sending me out on auditions. That's really crazy. And you want to act now and you are acting. I do, yeah. So I feel like you could be in like the next La La Land or something like, oh my God, what a dream. Can you sing too? I mean, enough. Enough. So you could enough. sing, dance, yeah. act. There you I go. I definitely like, because I remember when I was working for Mikey Minden and Robin Anton when they were creating the next dolls, I was like, okay, like I was singing and I was like trying to like, you know, work on my craft and dance and all of that stuff. So it was really, I'm not like Adele but I can hold a tune. Like I could figure it out. Like a dream of mine would be to be able to do a Broadway show at some point. Oh my God. Amazing. Put it onto the universe. Yeah. I feel like life is long and there's like so many opportunities totally. now. And I, we were just talking about Broadway earlier. I was like, I need to go because I'm going to see Leah Michelle, funny girl. Yes. And oh I haven't God. been to she's, show. Yeah. I'm no Leah Michelle. She's incredible. Yeah. I need to go see her. So yeah. maybe we can do that. Yeah. A New York trip. Yeah. So, okay. You get a dance agent. You're doing this. What happens from there? Because obviously I think then we know kind of like where your career goes into becoming an assistant. Mm-hmm. So how does that even happen? I got fired from Gold's Gym because I was ter- a terrible front desk receptionist. And I was go-going at that time. And so I was always out until 2. And so I was always late for the 6 a.m. shift. So I got fired. And so I was like, ugh, I need something to do. And my agent, Jen, recognized, you know, kind of my type A personality. And she's like, you'd be a really good assistant. Like, you're really organized. You know, you should help someone. And maybe that's how you can learn more about the business. And so she set me up and I started working for Mikey Minden and I was his assistant creatively and personally. And then I just kind of learned under him. And from there, it was just kind of a domino effect of people I was meeting. And and then Robin, who is Mikey's creative partner, introduced me to Kim Kardashian and she needed an executive assistant. And so I kind of just... Worked your way up. Worked my way up from there. And then from there, I think from any job that you have, whether it's being a receptionist at Gold's Gym to being a personal assistant for really great people, you learn so many things along the way. So what skills as an assistant do you think you still have for yourself today? 
oh my gosh, I'm the best assistant. Like I'm such a good, like I really honed in on that craft of being just, I'm, I'm really organized in general. And I think working for someone like him and working for such a big business, I learned how to really be resourceful and proactive, like one step ahead. Like that's the best assistant that's one step ahead of you that's already done something. Like my assistant now, Annalise, I'll say, hey, could you, she's like, I already did it. And I'm like, that's right. That's a good assistant because you always want to be one step ahead of your boss and always, you know, be able to be resourceful. If all of a sudden something last minute comes up, you're like, oh, I know where to go. I know where to get this. I know who to call. I know how to fix it. And I think that skill has just, you know, it's helped me in life. I have to tell you about my absolute favorite bra and underwear. It's literally the ones that I wear every single day and they're from Skims. Skims is a solution oriented brand creating the next generation of underwear, loungewear and shapewear for everybody. And if you're shopping and end up placing an order, be sure to let them know we sent you. You'll just select podcast and then Life with Mariana so that they know that you heard it from me. I feel like I have turned anyone on in my family and friends to getting these bras because they are so comfortable. I want to wear something that's supportive but actually feels good, looks good under my clothes, and I really feel like the materials are on another level. So my favorite bras are the Triangle Bralette. It's the Fits Everyone line, and I have been wearing these basically ever since the brand came out, and I've ended up getting them in multiple colors and the underwear, and they are literally like nothing else I've ever felt before. So if you're already a customer, you guys want to restock on some of my personal favorites. I love the dip front thong. I have them in Onyx and Sienna, and then the Triangle Bralette is my favorite. The Fits Everybody collection of underwear are lightweight form-fitting essentials and the buttery soft fabric really molds to your body and stretches to twice of its size. It's offered in a range of cuts and fits from underwear to bras and dresses, t-shirts, and bodysuits. It's available in sizes XXS to 4X and offered in nine core colorways and limited edition seasonal colors. So believe the hype because this collection has over 90,000 five-star reviews for a reason and I love them so much. Skims Fits Everybody collection and more best-selling essentials are available now at skims.com plus get free shipping on orders over seven. $75 all at skims.com. After you place your order, it would be really helpful to let them know that we sent you. So select podcast in the survey. Be sure to select Life with Mariana and select our show in the drop down menu that follows. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I'm in a very busy phase of life right now. It just feels like there is so much to do and not enough time. And when I feel like I'm stressed out and I have a lot to do, I want to make sure that I'm really taking care of myself and nourishing my body with food and having things that are convenient, ready for me to eat, and I know are going to fuel my body so that I can do all these busy things on my to-do list. So if you guys are like me and you have a busy schedule, Sakara delivers ready-to-eat, plant-rich meals that help you look and feel your best. Even during those weeks of back-to-back -back meetings and happy hours, you can ease bloat and keep energy levels high with science-backed, nutritionally designed meals that you will actually look forward to eating. Seriously, they are delicious. I saw that on an upcoming menu, they had these pancakes that I am so excited for because their breakfasts are like one of my most favorite things because I'll wake up in the morning and I just look forward to having them because they are just so, so good and I know it's really gonna set me up for success during my day. Sakara brings expertly designed organic nutrition programs and wellness essentials right to your door. Their science-backed, ready-to-eat meals deliver results you can see and feel from weight management and ease bloat to boosted energy and clearer skin. So you can customize it, whatever you need. You can sign up for breakfast and lunch. Or if you have dinner plans, then you don't need to pick dinner. Or if you like to have dinner at home and you're out during the day, then you can just choose dinner. So you can really just customize even more when you subscribe and the options are endless. And right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash Mariana or enter code Mariana at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A.com slash Mariana to get 20% off your first order. Sakara.com slash Mariana. 
there's so many people who just need to help their own selves. Maybe they can't afford assistance. They don't have one. Do you have any organizing tips for your day of like, how do you plan your day? What do yeah. you do? Because I feel like you have a lot going on. I keep a really intense calendar. I feel like I told you about my calendars app. I am very crazy I, with my calendars. I, I love a color-coded calendar. And I even will like schedule in my lunch. I schedule in my workouts. I schedule in my walking with my dog. And I... I think that really helps keep the structure. And I actually saw one time I listened to something that you did actually where you were like, I get up and I get dressed. And I think for people now that are working from home or, you know, having remote jobs, like there is something about getting yourself ready for the day rather than just rolling out of bed and being in like cozy clothes. Yeah. Like you said, like I like to like put my outfit on and get ready so that I feel like I'm going to work. And I think there's something to that routine that definitely helps me. And I make a lot of lists. I am a queen of lists. Like I will have a checklist for everything. And I think that really helps to keep me organized. Do you keep like ongoing lists in your phone? Like I have oh, a yeah. packing list. So every time I go to pack, I just already have the same yep. list pre-written out. Yeah. Packing list. I keep like, I mean, I'm really, Jen Atkin and I go back and forth about who's better organized at Google Sheets. And we have this competition to see who's who's the more organized because she'll have like a list and links for all of her baby stuff. And I have like a list, like a Google Sheets for my dog that like every product that he uses, every food, all of his groceries, his, all of his contacts, everything has a clickable <laughs> link. Mm -hmm. That Like if all of, if I fall off the face of the earth, someone will know how to take care of my dog. Jen's is very organized. So she showed me her She's schedule. Great. She's like, OK, this is the updated schedule that Mike and I have now with two yep. kids and the dogs. And she was like, so this is what your schedule in the future is going to look like. Yeah. And so she already pre 100 percent planned. And they have me. the naps. They have the potty times. And I'm like, OK, like and, and she runs so many businesses and yeah. she has a family and, you know, you kind of have to be sometimes. And I learn a lot from her as well. So yeah, I the Google Sheets, just trying to be as organized as possible. Another thing I feel like you're really organized is just like your house and shopping and clothes and just like everything in general. Like whenever I'm looking, like I'm not a organized person at home. I feel like I'm an organized chaos. So I need a lot of people to help mm. me because I feel like we have so many incoming things all the time yeah. that it's just hard to keep track of all my things. So when you're staying organized and tidy at home, mm. how do you stay organized, especially with clothes? Yeah. With things, I feel like you do things like you have like pictures of your yeah. items and you put them on the outside of the shoe boxes. My type like, A is showing. Yes. I, first of all, my closet is organized. I mean, I obviously wear white and black and denim. That's all I have. So it's not that difficult. But I think your closet is just as organized. We do it by color. Yes. You know what I and mean? By all matching hangers, by type, all my pants are together. And then I kept finding like, how can I be my most efficient? You know, like, how can I not think about these little details in my day, like well, how does this jean fit? You have five pairs of jeans, right? They all sim they look similar on the hanger. I don't want to try every single pair of jeans on to know which one's the crop jean, which one's the long jean, which one's the wide leg jean. So I just took pictures in all of my pants and printed the picture, laminated it because I have a home laminator. You should have that if you don't. And punch a hole in it and hang it on the hanger. So now I can just look at the picture and be like, oh, that's my crop jean. Oh, that's my skinny jean. And like it's just, I don't know. It just, I try to make my life easier. And so now all of my pants have that. All of my dresses have that. Because sometimes you forget how it fits. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think also not having an excess of everything. I have learned over time to really streamline the things that I love and the things that are necessary and to invest in things 
that I'll have for a longer period of time versus just buying trendy things. Like I'm not a trendy shopper. Yeah. And I love everything that you wear and like your style. So many people had questions about it and I feel like it's evolved and it's so beautiful. And you already said you were basically black, white and denim. So how would you like describe your personal style now? Definitely. I have a uniform. I'm definitely more minimal. I like to invest in pieces that will last longer and that are shapes and silhouettes that aren't necessarily trendy that I'll, I know that I'll wear in 10 years. Great blazers, great white t-shirts, great trousers. And a great, I mean, I literally wear the same thing every day. I wear these gala pants from the row, these little ballet flats and a, and a Hanes white tank top. Like that's my go-to. I, I could probably have 15 other pairs of pants, but it's just because when you like what you like. Yeah, it's easier. Yeah. And who cares, you know? And then when you're packing for trips, what do you do? Oh my gosh, my packing for trips is really intense. We actually are packing for a trip now, three countries, three climates. Okay. It's yeah, hard. that's hard. The different climates are hard. The different climates. And yeah. it's it's different when it's like a personal vacation versus a work trip. Yeah. And then there's different types of work trip. Like if you're speaking at something and it's more businessy is different than like, I'm going to an influencer event. Totally. And so I feel like when yeah. that's a lot of trips, like I went to... There was somewhere I went. I was like, went to Paris and somewhere else. And it was two different places. And I just had four bags. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know what else to do because I was like, I just have so much here with me. Yeah. I feel like I never used to be a carry-on girly. And now I'm really trying to like be as succinct as possible. And I think for me, my packing organization prep, whatever, really stemmed out of me wanting to feel as confident as I could. And when I have an outfit that I know I like and I feel good in, then I can like walk a little bit more confidently. And when I'm nervous or already going into something that like maybe I don't know someone or I have to speak at something or, you know, it's a carpet or photos or something, I get nervous. And so if I am frazzled about what to wear, it just kind of like heightens my like social anxiety. And so planning it ahead of time helps to alleviate that kind of stress for me. And so I'll plan my looks maybe like a week in advance I use a hanging, an extra hanging rack so that I can pull everything out that I think I might want to take, kind of go through it, sit with it, edit it, say, you know what? I actually don't need this. I'm not going to wear this. You know, when you pack six outfits and you're like, oh, I'm going on an easy trip. I'm never going to, I'm, I'm going to wear the same thing. Like why even stress myself out? Don't bring it. So I give myself the time to just be thoughtful because I'm the kind of person that if I'm rushed or if it's last minute, I get nervous and anxious and frazzled I ended up buying those like little white hanging the things white that you had tags. between the things so that's Game what changer. I do too like I have my rolling rack and like if I see things in my closet and I know a trip's coming up I'll just like start totally. pulling things exactly and like I might want to take these things with me and yeah. then I'll put together and then sometimes I'm looking at it and I'm like this one thing is very random and does not fit does not in with fit. the rest of this exactly. rack so I'm going to take it out exactly and then I try to pack less shoes because I feel like the shoes are what takes up a lot of space so yeah. I try to bring a couple pairs that kind of fit with everything yep like really that many people aren't going to see my feet yeah so like, and like a jacket like you throw on the same, like get a jacket that goes with the whole right. the entirety of what you're bringing. And that way, when you see it on that rack, like I'm so granular that right now I'm doing it day by day. I'm like the, just because I just don't want to overpack. I mm -hmm. hate having more shit that I don't need. Yeah. Like I don't want to carry more stuff. I just want to be like less, less, less. So I'm doing it day by day. And then you can just see like, I'm never going to wear that or maybe I'll need this. And I always, always, always pack a white tee and some type of like cozy sweater because you just never know. Do you have any travel hacks or tips? Like for me, one of my tips is I always leave my toiletries bag pre-packed. So when I travel, I can just grab the bag. I don't have to take stuff from like my bathroom every single time. Yeah. And I just refresh it every time if something's missing or I'll yes. put it in my notes app and yeah. I'm like, okay, refill razors or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Because I feel like we travel so much. It's just way easier to have 100%. one thing. Yeah. And I hate traveling and not having like my favorite beauty things with me. Yeah. 
Like no, I don't want to do use same. shampoo and conditioner from the hotel. 100%. I mean, I definitely keep my toiletries packed. I keep my tra- my Bay's travel bag. I have like a tote that has all of my stuff in it that always has cash, that always has, you know, my headphones and stuff like that. And then for shopping, do you like shopping? Do you not like shopping? Where do you shop for clothes? I don't love shopping as much as I used to, honestly. I don't know. I don't care as much. Yeah. I think too, like, I find that I just want to be comfortable. Always. And like most things, like I'll get things and I realize I don't really wear them and I wear the same couple things. Like same. I'm wearing, I wear like usually like a short sleeve or long sleeve like t-shirt mm-hmm. and I'm pretty comfortable. I think because we have to go to so many things. Yeah. When I'm not at a work event, like I don't want to get be ready. I just want to be 100%. comfortable. I just, and like, I feel like California is more laid back. So I just want to yeah. be, I want to feel like myself. Oh yeah. I always choose a flat over a heel. Like I'm wearing I, heels today. I know you, <laughs> I'm like, but you look cute. <laughs> I love a flat though. I always choose a flat. I think, I don't know. And honestly, shopping just doesn't, I just don't find the same joy in it that I used to. But I definitely, like we were just talking about, I love like shopping vintage. Mm-hmm. And so it's been like exploring the vintage shops and new vintage shops in LA to get cool things. And I find that I like them a little bit more because they're more unique and one of one and you don't know where it's from. And I, I like that about I love a vintage vintage. jewelry. I love like a vintage earring. Yeah. I like finding like different pieces or like yeah. shoes and stuff that I don't see. Yeah. I, I go on like real real and I have like a couple of brands that I'm like checking all the time and yeah. I always like find very good things on there. Yeah. And I'm a big Etsy shopper too. Oh, oh yeah. Etsy. Tell me I about your love- partnership with them. Oh, well, I just partnered that with them to make a curated collection of my favorite pieces from AAPI small businesses on Etsy. And I love to shop on Etsy. You can find, and it's like small literally businesses anything. where it's literally one of one. And you know, it's someone handcrafting, like making this. And it's just like, I don't know. I just, there's more character and, and I just feel like there's more value in that. And so I'm really excited to, to partner with them for that and to support AAPI small businesses. But yeah, you can literally find anything anything on Etsy. Like if you don't know where to look, I'm like, go, you can find it on Etsy. And I feel like you're a really good gift giver and like creative with things. Like I feel like you you think of things that are very thoughtful. Thank you. And so I feel like Etsy is a good place to find. 110%. Thoughtful, special things. Yeah, definitely. Okay, so you talked about shopping not giving you joy, but what things are giving you joy right now or what things do you find that just like make you happy? (laughs) That's so funny. Someone else just recently asked me that. I'm like, oh, well, what does make me happy? My dog makes me really happy spending time with my dog. I feel like he's my favorite person to hang out with. I feel like he got very tall. I feel like his legs are so long. He's huge. I don't know how. We say he's like an extra large Yorkie, but he's like a 2X. Like he's, the legs are supermodel legs. I don't know. He's so, he brings me so much joy. He's the best thing to ever happen in my life. I truly feel like dogs are like little angels that come for us specifically. I love hanging out with him. I really love doing Muay Thai, I feel like I have found an outlet to like clear my mind because I'm not great at meditation and I'm not, you know, I, I don't really make the time to do it maybe as much as I should. But Muay Thai is a form of that for me where it's like an hour to like clear my head, you know, be physical. There, it feels good after I do it. It feels good in the moment. I feel like I'm taking care of myself and and working on a skill that I really enjoy. And I find... Yeah, I find a lot of joy doing that. And do you find, do you do that with somebody else? Or, I do. Okay. I have a coach. And what is this for people that don't know what it is? Muay Thai is like, it's a fight training. And I work out at Fortune Boxing Gym in LA. And my trainer is Johnny Hunt. And he just teaches me different skills and different, you know, 
whether it's kicks or punches or elbows or this or different sequences and stuff like that. And I think maybe being a dancer, having that kind of like choreography to clear my mind is helpful. I guess I could take a dance class, but that might be embarrassing. <laughs> I have like, no coordination. So I'd be the wor- I always see people and I'm like, I would go, but I w- I'm like, even when I took dance when I was like oh a little kid, I was the one that was like always like a step behind looking at other Aww. people and I like could never quite catch <laughs> I would on. I'd love to take you to a dance. <laughs> no. It would be so embarrassing. It would be very embarrassing. So I want to know what does a, I know our days are very different, but mm-hmm. what does like a typical work day look like for you? What are you doing in your days? Yeah. Well, I love that like with what we do and having that freedom, I'm so grateful for it that every day does look different. And I think that keeps me excited. But typically, you know, I'll wake up, I'll work out, I'll come home, we'll do emails, we'll do calls, we'll come up with like creative concepts for anything that we're working with, you know, with brands. Like I like to make decks and pull inspiration and, you know, plan when we're shooting and and just plan you know, all of the different things that go into collaborations and partnerships. And then I'll probably have like a board meeting for either the climate reality project or, you know, tonight I have one for the people concern and then maybe a meeting, maybe like a general for acting or meeting someone. Maybe I'll have an audition. And then I try, I don't like to work really late. Same. I try to wrap it up. Like I'm an early dinner kind of person and that's just like, the luxury I get to have to make my own schedule. So I try and wrap it up early enough so that I'm not eating a late dinner. Yeah. And I like to do a lunch. So maybe I'll do a lunch meeting because I'm a lunch girl, not a dinner girl. I like to be at home. I like to unwind and do my nighttime routine and then like unplug. Yeah. Let's take a quick break because I want to tell you about something that actually helps me when I'm getting a breakout. I know that when I'm breaking out, it can be really frustrating, but I really found that patches are one of the most helpful things for me. Not only is it helping any kind of breakout that I have, but it's also preventing me from picking at it or irritating it even more. And it's even better when it's cute. So I'm sure you guys have seen these star-shaped pimple patches from Starface. They're all over Instagram and TikTok feeds. And the Hydro Stars are made with 100% hydrocolloid, which means they're really great for absorbing fluid and minimizing redness while they shrink your spots. And if you want to try them out, you guys can get 15% off your order with the code Mariana15. Hydro Stars are packed in a little cute yellow compact that even has a mirror inside that's really easy for a really easy application. I just love that you can open it up and put a star on your face. And Starface has a full lineup of Hydro Star pimple patches for whatever mood you're in. There's the original yellow, an extra large size, a colorful multi-pack, a solid black, a Hydro Star plus salicylic acid, a powerful blue star that's been named the best pimple patch by Cosmopolitan, Glamour, Bustle, and Women's Health. And Starface just dropped the newest addition to their compact collection called the Big Blue. This cute new compact comes with 32 Hydro Stars plus salicylic acid, which are really great for those deeper spots that need a little help coming to the surface. If you're ready to start celebrating and decorating your pimples, you can shop the entire Starface collection at starface.world. And for a limited time, all Life with Mariana listeners are getting 15% off their first purchase when you enter code MARIANA15 at checkout. Again, that's 15% off your first starface.world order with the code Mariana15. I'm so excited that Memorial Day is just around the corner, which means summer is almost unofficially officially here. That's when I start celebrating my summer Fridays. I have my half days off work on Fridays, and I'm so looking forward to the season. And Memorial Day is really like the day that I think that kicks off the summer. And Macy's has everything you need to get the whole crew together and soak in the summer sun. So if you need outdoor and patio furniture or pool-ready sandals, totes, and swimsuits, check, 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 because Macy's has it all. Plus, check out Macy's Red, White, and Blue Shop to get the mood board going for 4th of July. 
A trend that I love this summer is everything lavender. If you've looked at my Instagram recently, you probably noticed I've been incorporating a lot of this color into my wardrobe and I love it. So I went to a wedding recently and I wore this long dress and it was lavender with like a pink feather detail and I saw a short dupe for this dress. I'm actually going to link it in my description notes because it's so cute. It also comes in black too, but I love both options, especially if you're heading to an evening wedding this summer. Another trend for summer is anything like mermaid vibes. I feel like with the movie coming out, everyone is very into like sequins and like blues and greens. And there's a skirt. It's under $100. It's the Women's Fisheye Sequins Mini Skirt. And it's really cute. And I would pair this with like a t-shirt or a tank top to dress it down for summer. Another trend I'm into for summer is anything that feels feminine and girly with bow details and rosettes. I love how romantic it feels. I've seen it on everything from dresses to shoes and necklaces. And there are a pair of sandals here. It comes in a few different colors and they're on sale for under $30. Head over to Macy's.com. Something I've noticed with you too, when you work with brands, it's not just like a one-off sponsored post. You really do something that's more thoughtful. Why did you kind of take that approach when working with brands and sponsored content? Because I think there's so many different ways that we can work with brands as creators, but I feel mm -hmm. like yours are more meaningful, whether it's like a collaboration with Beekeepers Naturals mm -hmm. or it's, you know, the curated shop with Etsy. It's not just, here's a sponsored post. Yeah. I just, I guess I just find that it to be more organic and a little bit more fulfilling to me. I think, you know, maybe from my background, having a little bit more of a hand in the behind the scenes of it all. I do like to be more involved in that way. And I guess just really out of a personal fulfillment, you know, and just getting to be more creative and getting to to put a little bit more of my flag in the ground at someone's business and say like, look, I like I want to help or, or I want to introduce you to something new that maybe you haven't thought of. And I just feel like I, I really like I really like cultivating that relationship. And I think I try and choose to work with brands that integrate into my life in a real way or already in my life. So that way, you know, I can speak to it truthfully. Yeah, it feels really organic for you, too, because I feel like there's the same couple things I'll see you talk about over and over again. Yeah. And then it feels more meaningful because I'm like, oh, you had this trip around this or there was a photo yeah. shoot or there was more around it. So it seems like, OK, you really genuinely care about this thing yeah. that you're working I on. I try to. And I definitely didn't have that sense of that consciousness, I guess, in the beginning of my career, I was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm throwing spaghetti at the wall. Like I'll take anybody that's going to pay me. And then I think over time, as I've tried to be more thoughtful and, and have more of a vision for the kind of content I want to create or the kind of brand I want to be, the person I want to be known for as it's kind of influenced obviously than the partnerships that I take for sure. And then for your career now, what do you want next for yourself or what are some things that you're working on Mm. Where do you want your career to go? I would love to book a role in a movie or in a TV series. I really am excited about pursuing acting. It's been really fun and it's been something that I've always wanted to do and didn't really just have the confidence to pursue. You've been performing for so long, so yeah. it's like so natural. It feels good to get back to yeah. what was fulfilling to me and what I felt like was my purpose. And... I'd love to write. You know, there's different, I have a few different ideas for shows I'd love to write. I still love being behind the scenes. So I think just for me more so, I'm looking to just be like fulfilled because I think I've done things for money or for the sake of doing them or thinking that that was the, what I wanted or what people wanted for me. And now I really got into a place in my life where I just, I don't care what I'm going to be paid. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care if three people are going to see it. I'd rather just do things that feel really good to me and bring me peace and fulfillment because God, that's it at the end of the day. 
you know. And then when you think about things like that, are you taking inventory of like the things in your life? Are you journaling? Like, how do you do that? Because I think it's it's overwhelming because we have so much going on that we can't pause sometimes and be like, what is actually bringing me fulfillment? Like, what yeah. do I actually want to spend my time on? Yeah. And I'm in that phase right now where I'm like, I need to like scale back a little yeah. bit because I feel overwhelmed. And the things I'm saying yes to are all the things I want to do. Yeah. So it's not that I don't want to do them. It's just I can't do all of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think it helps me to work backwards. You know, like I know my end goal. I know what it, I, I, I think I know what it looks like and I have an idea of what it looks like. And so working backwards from that, like, is this going to help me get to that end goal? Is this really going to be that brand builder? Is this really going to be that stepping stone? How is this really going to contribute to that larger picture, that 10 year down the line that I have envisioned for myself? And then like, I obviously like I, I make lists, <laughs> I write it down because I think in the beginning, I really didn't know what I wanted to do and I didn't have the direction and it took me years. It took, and I, hopefully anyone that is, is listening, it doesn't take months. Like it can take years to figure that out. To find, I, It's just now happening for me that I'm, I feel confident enough to claim what I want to do and move confidently in that direction. And it took me years to get there and many different jobs and many different chapters. And it, it looked really differently. And I think having that experience and then knowing what I didn't want to do and knowing I was like, oh, no, that's not for me. That also helped. And I think sometimes people feel fear out of being like, well, I don't want to do any of these things. I'm like, that's great. You know what you don't want to do. That is a positive. Like, that's a great thing to have in your back pocket because you're certain you've tried it and you don't want to do it. So I think having that experience and then, you know, working backwards from what I think my larger goal is and how you can how you can really streamline it. You talked a minute ago about you not going to dinner because you like your evening routine, which <laughs> same because I I like to go to bed early. Like I find it really hard to go to nighttime events because Ugh, dinner worst. is like going for a long time. And I'm like, I want to be home. Yeah. I want to unwind. And I feel like it really messes up my whole day 100%. if I'm not too late. But it's hard because <laughs> I want to so go. Old. And it's like, I love I love I these brands or I want to support my friends' brands. Yeah. But there's just not enough time in the day. Yeah. And so I love a drop-in because I want to come yep. support. And then yep. I still want to go home and do my thing. So what does your <laughs> evening routine look like? I want to go through your evening routine. And then I want to go through skincare because I feel like okay. everyone was like, Steph's no, skin is literally the best. so nice. I really But like the amount that. of people that even ask me, like, Steph's skin is so good. Do you know what she's doing? I'm like, I have to ask her it's, because it's really nice that people think that. I just had a really bad skin month. So that's really, it makes me feel good to hear that. Yeah. Oh, it was dark days for me. Do you know what was like causing it or what happened? Probably stress. And then I did a photo shoot and I used makeup, mm, a different makeup artist mm-hmm. that didn't, we used different things that my skin wasn't used to. And it was like, Oh, yeah. Brutal. I think a lot of times people think about it as skincare, like, oh, maybe skincare causes it. But a lot of times, too, it's makeup, which ends up happening 100%. to me, too. So yeah. I'm particular because those things are still going over your entire face. So yeah. I'm very like different foundations, different even foundations, like setting sprays, like brushes. Yes. The whole brushes. Thing. Yeah. My nighttime routine. OK, so I try to be off my phone for the majority of the evening. I try to not doom scroll because then that just it just isn't healthy for me. Some people can handle it. I can't. So I have been really cutting down on my screen time and I'm like forcing myself. I always keep a book with me so that I read a book and I have that. It's like the hatch alarm clock. Why are we the same person? Do you have it too? (laughs) I love my hatch alarm clock. So you can put it on a setting. So I, I, I tap it to start my nighttime routine when I'm in bed. No phones in the bed. Like absolutely not. I tap it and it can put the reading light on and you can time it. So I do 20 minutes of reading with my with the light on and then it'll tell me when it's time. And by that time, I'm like a little tired anyway, because like you're in bed, you're reading. It's like snoozy. 
So then it switches to like the red light with a little bit of noise. And that's kind of like my, okay, put my book down. I kind of lay there, let my mind kind of like drift away. And then it'll switch after 15 minutes to like the sleep one. I don't know what the sleep sound on and like a dimmer light and puts me right to sleep. Yeah, I love it. I love it too, because if I wake up in the middle of the night for some reason, I'm not checking my phone to see yeah. what time it is. I can look over at the clock. Yeah. Because if not, then you're looking at your and phone it's and bright, it's bright. And then you're like, oh, I got a message or I got a notification. Yeah. It's helped me fall asleep because I, over the past couple of years, have had a really, really, really hard time sleeping. And this routine has helped. Like I haven't, like I smoke weed before bed. So yeah, that helps too. But I haven't had to take anything else to fall asleep just not having that screen, not having that stimulation. You don't realize how stimulated you are from scrolling and looking and then your brain's going and you're thinking and you're comparing and you're doing all these things and you're just too stimulated to shut your mind off. Yeah. And so it just helps to have that routine where you unplug. I've definitely dreamt about people that I've looked Look, on my phone and then it's like one of the last things I see and then I dream about whatever I saw. And yeah. so I'm like, okay, I can't be on you my phone this close to you bed. You cannot, like no phones in bed. And then if I'm really, really feeling myself and want to do my nighttime routine, I'll do my little LED light. And I feel like you post a lot of like lasers and things oh, you're I doing. for a laser. What is your like favorite? Like what have you noticed the biggest difference in laser your skin? Laser Genesis. Okay. Laser Genesis, 110%. I have been doing because I used to have really bad breakouts, hormonal breakouts around my chin and around my mouth. And so I started going to Christy Kid in Beverly Hills and she started doing laser genesis and light chemical peels. And I don't really need the chemical peels anymore, but I've stuck with laser genesis. It's great for all skin tones. There's no downtime. And it works to stimulate your collagen, kind of clean out that bacteria that might be in your skin and helps with, you know, fine lines and dark spots. And it has changed my skin. I swear by it. After I go, everyone's always like, your skin looks really good. I'm like, oh, I just got laser genesis. How often do you go? It's an investment. So I go, I try and go at least once a quarter. But if I have something coming up or you know, my skin's feeling really congested from travel or wearing too much makeup, then I'll go in and it just cleans out your skin and it's okay I need to try this by it no you're gonna love it and I feel like now you barely wear any makeup I never wear makeup I so your day-to-day is no makeup and then if you have an event what do you do day-to-day no makeup if I go to an event either my makeup artist Yukari Bush will do my makeup because she's the best and I love getting my makeup done by her or I'll just do I really just try and do like spot cover-up with like the clay de peau concealer or the Touche au clay, is that what the Saint Laurent? It's really light and sheer and a brow. It looks great. And like, I just, I don't know, I think maybe getting older and like feeling more comfortable. Like, I used to think I needed eyelash extensions and all these things to make myself look different. And I'm like, I don't need to, I don't want to overline my lips. I just, this is what I look like. Mm -hmm. And like, I feel, I feel really good about embracing that. How have you become more confident? Is there something that like happened that made you feel more confident about yourself? I think therapy. I think, I think, you know, being with a partner that is really supportive and loves me for who I am has been really helpful and has been, I felt I've had, I've seen so much growth in myself from being in a relationship. And I think I've really just tried to do the work. I don't know, I guess after, and especially like after I lost my mom, like everything really changed for me. And I kind of let go of the little things that were kind of eating at me because I was like, this shit does not matter. And so it really changed my entire perspective on on life for sure. 
Well, thank you so much for coming on. I feel like I have to end there because (laughs) I think this was such a helpful episode and I already know so much about you, but I feel like everyone will be so inspired by you and to see how far you and I have come in our 15 years. I'm so proud of you and the confident woman you are today and all the good that you do, not only in your own career, but helping others and being of service to other people. And so thank you for being my friend and for coming on. And I appreciate you. you. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening and be sure to subscribe to my podcast and rate and review because it would mean so much to me and follow me on Instagram at Mariana underscore Hewitt to see what episodes are coming up next. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.